As to the seat of power we go in Crusaders Rugby, of course, I'm referencing Scott Robertson, Razor, the head coach of the team. Razor, welcome to the program. I trust you well. Afternoon. Yeah, very well. Now, that's what I like to hear. Right, now, let, let's address um, the, the not-so-good stuff about Crusaders Rugby at the moment. You guys have been in a bit of yellow card trouble uh, over recent times, and, of course, the last couple of weeks, uh, there's a, there's an argument that said you probably should have had both of those games without two of your props with uh, with incidents that have been less than savoury. I know we spoke about that last time uh, yeah. with Moody. We've had it again with Franks. Uh, Strange as well with the, with the tip tackle to a degree. You guys are getting a reputation that I expect you're not too pleased about. Uh, do you accept that, and what are you doing about it, more's the point. Oh, look, look, firstly, both Joe and Noe are obviously quite remorseful. There was no intent in any of it. They haven't kicked anyone, dropped a knee or eye gouge. He put his arm up. He shouldn't have done it. You know, it was a late call with Joey and um, sort of there's a front runner, he put his arm up. If you look at it in speed, you missed it. So it wasn't like he intentionally chased after anyone. So that, that, that's when I start to think, well, hang on, mate, we've, we've lost our call. Um, you know, we've got characters that, are, that, are, that get the boily blood, but look at Owe. If, uh, one, one thing, and I've got to be careful about the judicial process, et cetera, but nearly every other rack, um, it could have happened what, what Owen had done. You know, and it's really easy for other people to come and say, it's not tickly winks, and then, and then start talking about... Um, the, the game in, in the context, like every ruck's pretty full on. So look, we have to be better, um, and we, we discussed its individual um, ownership around it, and and the board's probably, like I said, are remorseful. Guys have got a target in the now, I suppose, from a referee's point of view, because it's not only those two, but it's the series of yellow cards that the team has picked up over recent weeks. So do you have yeah. to be slightly more careful about what you do out there, more considered, or is it just a case you're just going to keep playing and so be it? Oh, look, all those yellow cards, a lot of the stuff before, and especially against the, the Rebels, um, they're cynical ones, they're cynical yellows. So they're offside and, and uh, you know, not releasing in Iraq. So that was, a, um, um, that was the Rebels. And if you look back at the Brumbies, again, uh, you know, we were offside and um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but the last two, you know, obviously with Moods and, and Aoi, who, who live on each other, they're, they're aggressive footballers and you have to be in a game of rugby. Um, like I said, I'm not condoning it at all uh, and we have to be better, so we'll take responsibility and it's part of my job as a coach to make sure that the whole team understand that, and then, and then we go back and look at. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's enough said, <laughs> Scott. Fair enough. Look, I, I'm looking. Also, there's been a debate around the protocol around that. Of course, that that yeah. Owe didn't get marked because it came up on the big screen several phases later, so nothing could be done about it. Do, do you feel that maybe in the case of foul play, uh, that that protocol needs to be changed or, or looked at again? Are we happy with the process we've got? Well, look, I wasn't sure either. To be fair, when he said it at that time, oh. Um, I don't, I, I don't, until it was slowed down and seen, I didn't actually know what happened with Owe, so I'll be honest with you, I don't, it sounded like any other ruck to me, but if you look at that circumstance, um, he gets hit two, twice before the, in, in that same ruck by Parsons, like Sonny Bull's forearm hit him, and then um, Owe should have come in and um, couldn't change his cleaning him out and, and went on side on the angle. So, look, when you look at it, until you slow it actually down, then you see a forearm, you don't know, and that's why Glenn Jackson was three metres away and missed it. So, because he didn't see it either until um, there was an HIA case, and, and fair enough, there, there was a circumstance in the outcome. But um, at that time, Glenn Jackson thought it was nothing, and 
Um, the process after that, I wasn't sure on it. But look, if that happens and it happened to one of our guys, I'd expect that there'd be, uh, and, it, and it wasn't right, um, you, you could um, make the call. Um, I, I don't actually know. I'm not sure about how it all worked out. Do you? Well, it's a timing thing. Once there's a line out, once yeah. particular phases have gone through, they actually can't go back and, and call that and call a yellow or a red card. And I suppose what I'm saying is in the case of something that's deemed as foul play that possibly would have been a red card, should that just be um, – should that override whatever phases have gone through? Does that need to be looked at? Or do you think the, the process yeah. as it stands is satisfactory? Well, I think everything needs to be looked at, especially within the, um, the TMO and, and the structure of um, – how they used with the try, you know, like it was Richie, you know, it was Richie Mawanga's try, and his example was, can you give me a reason not to? And I couldn't find a reason not to award the try, but he did find a reason to. So, look, I don't want to get into that, you know, like I want to take responsibility, it's my job as a coach to do that, but like, you've got to take responsibility about the clarity of um, um, the clear decision making, like the NRL with the bunker that just keeps evolving, and we've got to keep evolving as well, and, and, and it's still not clear, and um, and concise and getting the outcomes that we need. Scott Robertson uh, joining us, uh, coach of the Crusaders, looking ahead to Friday night, a massive game yeah. up against uh, the Hurricanes. It is going to be immense, and you guys find yourself uh, down a couple of props. You've managed to uh, get Chris King to put his hammer down. Uh, Donald yeah. Brickhouse, uh, Otago player. What can you tell us about this big fella? He's a on, isn't he? Yeah, the big house, yep. He's, he's locked down in a couple of international games. He's coming to an environment. Awesome. Um, Ken Scrum, you know, he was, he was in a pinnacle scrum for us against the Hugwitters, which he came on. It was his first um, first thing he had to do in, in Super Rugby was a scrum, and it was a massive uh, moment for us. Um, we're under pressure, we probably would have got a yellow card then, <clears throat> the next um, moment, just with the scrum penalties, and he came in, and we ended up... Uh, reversing it and, and turning the ball over. So, look, we've got a lot of confidence in him, um, especially, you know, he's playing on the international stage and he's played a lot of NPC now. He's in this environment, like when a lot of people do get into a professional environment, they just go so quickly and front up, and, and, and that's what he's doing. Well, is it neat? It's going to be helpful, because I'm presuming the weather forecast is not brilliant, a bit, bit shaky. It's going to be one of those grinds. So you're going to need your, you're going to need your front row, yeah. you're going to need your set piece working to a T, because I don't think the weather's coming to the party, is it? Oh look, it's going to be crazy no matter what. It's it's cautious this time of year, you know. You're late May and yeah, um, balmy is probably <laughs> not the right word for it. More tropical, but it's uh, um, you know, this uh, you know, Owen thinks want us to water the pitch before the game. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a joke, but they um. The, the, uh, yeah, the ability, you know, and it's a wet weather game, and oh, sorry, a winter game for us in, in New Zealand and down here in Christchurch, we know that the Antarctica is not too far away. So, uh, looking back to the rest of the team, obviously, no Ryan Crotty. Uh, give us the uh, latest state of, of Crotts and where his head's at, and uh, Mr. Whitelock uh, not picked either. Could you just summarise where those two guys are with their injuries? Yeah, look, both of them, you know, with return to play and the concussion protocols. Um, you know, Quartz didn't meet one of them early in the week and, and uh, Skip as well wasn't feeling great. So we just made that call, made it early so the other guys can prepare and just, again, the welfare for them and the head's the most important thing and we're just looking after them. Makes perfect sense. You've had a, a good news story and a bad news story out so selection-wise. Uh, no AB call-up yeah. for Matt Todd, but uh, Jordan Tafua, a uh, very popular nod uh, for the All Blacks. Romano didn't get the call-up as well, but as far as they'll be a little disappointed, but they're pretty hard characters. I think they'll get over it. But Jordan, he must be absolutely stoked. Well-deserved call-up. Yeah, look, and it is for Jordy, the consistency and um, perseverance that he's showing. Uh, it's just great to 
you know, obviously really emotional for him after the game when he was told up up in Auckland and that hard work and the amount of growth that he's had in his game and, and obviously still keeping to his strength, which is ability to ball carry and dominate contacts, you know, with and without the ball. Um, so that's well deserved. And when, you know, look, I understand what it feels like to, to not be an all-black and to be an all-black uh, in both ways. And, you know, it really hurt. You know, Matt Todd, who's been in the other team for a long time and, um, you know, I thought he'd just be consistent. He plays like an all-back each week and he's got a couple of other great players there and just gone that way. And obviously with three locks, it gives an opportunity for another loose forward. And with Luke being out, you know, Jordy potentially would have got in. So that's the way it goes. Happy day. So let's get to the outside before we disappear. Uh, no Manasa Mata'ali, where's he at? And, and we'll see George Bridge signed through until 2046. I think he signed his children's yep. children in the contract as well. It's that long. How malolo. He's gone 10 years. <laughs> no way it's about five, but, mate, well, why wouldn't you? Mate, how good is he? You know? So, yeah, look, um, George, is, it's great for us. Um, he's been incredible. Um, you know, like he's playing an international level each week. He's just so consistent. Um you know, Israel Dag's just around the corner next week. He'll be, he'll be available to be selected. So, um, brings a little bit of depth because Manasseh's out for two or three weeks with a uh, with a hamstring. Right, calls cucumber. Thank you very much, Mr. Robertson. It's always going to be a massive, massive game yeah. on Friday night. I'm double or nothing, yeah, uh, like about thirty chocolate fish on this one. So don't let me down. Yeah. I need to have a sugar uh, seizure more than anything. Thanks for your time, mate. Okay, cheers, Dusty. Thank you.